Hey y'all, I'm Dr. Alice Hoyt, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today for this episode of the Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast. Today's episode is a Q&A episode. Um, I always tell you guys, hey, send me your questions. Go to my info blog and submit your questions. And today I'm going to be answering some of the questions that have been presented to me. Super fun questions, um, super interesting questions. So let's get going. Welcome to Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with Dr. Alice Hoyt, the podcast about demystifying food allergies, diminishing allergy anxiety, and taking back control. Let's navigate this challenge together with evidence-based information, scientific research, and tried and proven practices. And now, here's your host, board-certified allergist and immunologist specializing in food allergy, Dr. Alice Hoyt. Okay, question number one. Dr. Hoyt, if a person has a peach allergy, then do they have to worry about having an allergic reaction to honey that was made by a bee that visited a peach tree? Short answer, highly unlikely. Longer answer. First, let's talk about how you can be allergic to peaches. And you're probably thinking, wait, you can be allergic to peaches in more than one way? You actually can. It has to do with structure. Allergy is a very structural disease. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that allergy is a lot like a lock and key mechanism. In order to open a locked door, you have to have a key that matches, right? That's the same with allergy. Say you're allergic to peanut. That means that on your allergy cells, you have these peanut allergy proteins or peanut allergy antibodies. And when you eat peanut, that peanut actually binds to those antibodies on your allergy cells. And that binding occurs because the peanut protein structure fits nicely and matches that allergy antibody, that peanut allergy antibody. It matches it like a lock and key or like two puzzle pieces fitting together. Now, there can be times, and that's what we're going to talk about today, where the protein structures of some allergens, especially when it comes to produce or fresh fruits, um, some nuts, that those protein structures look a lot like pollen structures. So then when you're allergic to say birch tree pollen and you take a big bite into an apple and that apple contains proteins whose structures look a lot like birch tree pollen, then the immune system in your mouth gets kind of confused and thinks you're eating something to which you're allergic. This can happen with peaches and that's one way that you can be allergic to peaches is that you're allergic to pollen and specifically allergic to a pollen protein that looks like a peach protein that when you eat this particular peach protein, which is found in, in peaches, particularly in the skin of peaches, and it is degraded by heat and by digestion. But when you bite into that peach, then your immune system says, oh my gosh, you're allergic to this and you start having that itchy mouth feeling. Now, most of the time, especially in the United States, when you have that cross reactivity between that pollen protein and that peach protein, that protein is degraded very easily 
and you don't have anaphylaxis, you don't have a severe allergic reaction, symptoms are limited to your oropharynx, basically your mouth. Now in Mediterranean countries, they do see where you can be allergic to a different pollen protein, and this is another way that you can be allergic to peaches, but you are allergic to a pollen protein that cross-reacts with a different type of peach protein, and you can have a severe allergic reaction from that. Now, those are two types of allergic reactions or two ways you could be allergic to peaches. Both of those have to do with pollen. Can you be allergic to peaches without having anything to do with pollen, without having any seasonal allergies? Yes, you can. You can be allergic to an even different protein found in peaches that is not degraded by heat. Meaning if you if you cook a peach, that's not going to change whether or not it causes you to have an allergic reaction. So those are three different ways you can be allergic to peaches. And it's all because peaches, just like all foods, are made up of lots of different proteins. And these proteins are structurally different from each other and can cause different levels of severity in allergic reactions. Whenever you have a pollen and a food cross-reacting regarding food allergy, that's called pollen food syndrome. And some of you are probably wondering, well, Dr. Hoyt, what's oral allergy syndrome? Oral allergy syndrome is a type of pollen food syndrome in which you have symptoms of allergy limited to your oropharynx as as defined by the title oral allergy syndrome but as i described you can have pollen food reactions in which you have symptoms beyond the oropharynx so that's why we can't call every pollen food reaction an oral allergy syndrome because some are not just oral allergy syndromes. That being said, oral allergy syndrome can be very, very uncomfortable. So I'm not trying to diminish how frustrating it can be to have oral allergy syndrome. But I do want us to be able to differentiate what oral allergy syndrome is from other types of food pollen syndromes or pollen food allergy syndromes. You'll see it listed in different ways, um, depending on the resource you're reading. Now let's get back to the honey question. In theory, is it possible for a bee's honey to contain a pollen to which you are allergic and that cross-reacts with peach and causes anaphylaxis? Yes. In reality, do we see a lot of honey allergy or allergic reactions that occur due to honey? No, we don't. In fact... Many people consume honey hoping that it's going to help their seasonal allergies. And spoiler alert, there's not really evidence for that. So check out my info blog on this because I link to some articles that dive into this more. But ultimately, although it's possible for honey to contain allergens that can trigger anaphylaxis, In everyday life, in real life, we are not seeing lots of anaphylaxis from honey.
it's rare. So let's move on to the next question about peaches. Dr. Hoyt, I ate peaches earlier this week and thought my mouth kind of tingled, but ignored it. The next day, the inside of my mouth was sore, but I didn't really know why. And then yesterday I ate peaches again and had the mouth tingling again, and my mouth is again sore. And then I started putting it all together. Could this be from the peaches? Short answer, highly likely. Longer answer, fresh peaches, as we talked about, can cause mouth tingling. That is that oral allergy syndrome we just talked about, right? So you're probably allergic to birch tree pollen. And when you bite into that fresh peach, that fresh peach contains proteins that look a lot like birch tree pollen. And so your mouth is is thinking, oh, here's an allergen. I need to have that, that immune response. But those proteins are broken down pretty quickly with digestion. So you're starting to chew. It's getting heated up in your mouth because your body temperature is higher than that of a peach. And then, of course, when you swallow it, the protein is degraded by stomach acids. So you're not going to have anaphylaxis. Interesting in this case is that this person was having that soreness. That can certainly happen. It's not as common as just the mouth itching that people get that resolves pretty quickly, but it can certainly happen. And because it's delayed, it can take a little bit of time to figure out what exactly is causing that. So again, not super common for that delayed type of response, but it can happen. And again, this is why it's important to talk to an allergist and sort all this out with an allergist so that you avoid foods that cause you problems and you don't avoid foods that are fine. Okay, question number three. Can you have a peanut allergy that is actually due to a pollen allergy? Short answer, yes. Longer answer. Just like apples and peaches contain proteins whose structures resemble that of birch pollen, peanut also contains a protein, the structure of which resembles birch pollen. A really good example of this is, say, a teenager who has really liked peanut butter her whole life, but comes to see an allergist because she's noticed, wow, peanut butter really makes my mouth itch. It's really uncomfortable. And sometimes my lips look kind of puffy. Oh my gosh, am I allergic to peanut butter? She also is having significant seasonal allergy symptoms. It's the springtime. Her nose is running. Her eyes are itchy. Like, just her seasonal allergies seem to be getting worse and worse and worse. The most likely explanation for her new peanut-induced mouth itching is oral allergy syndrome. Because like I mentioned, just like peach and apple have that protein that look like birch pollen, peanut has a protein that looks a lot like birch pollen too. Of course, this teenager needs to be evaluated by an allergist. And the reason that's so important is because this could be a new onset peanut allergy, and she needs to know how to treat that. But it also could be a manifestation of oral allergy syndrome. Again, so important to talk to your allergist when you have questions. Bonus question. Can a child with a peanut allergy have an allergic reaction if he or she smells peanut butter? Short answer, no. Longer answer. 
to trigger a severe allergic reaction. A person's immune system needs to be directly exposed to a triggering amount of an allergen. Let's take, let's step away from peanut allergy for a minute and let's think about pollen allergy for a minute. People with pollen allergies, they get itchy, drippy, sneezy when they breathe in pollen, right? Because they're breathing it in and they're breathing in a certain amount meaning the amount that's just flying through, their, through the air. They're not sitting in a chamber just inhaling, snorting pollen protein. But if you take that person who is allergic to pollens and you inject them with pollens, just like allergists do for allergy shots, then they are at risk to have anaphylaxis. We know that. That's one of the risks associated with allergy shots. The reason it's a risk is because we're injecting them with something we know that they're allergic to. So let's go back to the peanut situation. When the kiddo smells peanut butter, he's not inhaling peanut protein, he's smelling the scent of the peanut butter. Now, could smelling peanut butter cause increased heart rate and and trouble breathing and nausea and flushing in someone with a, a known peanut allergy? Absolutely. But those symptoms, although they are symptoms of an allergic reaction, they're also symptoms of an anxiety response to a situation. So if a person's had an allergic reaction to a food, it's pretty normal to then want to avoid the food and have some anxiety if they smell the food. It's especially hard to to process that emotionally if if you're a young kiddo. Interestingly, many kids who are allergic to peanut products, they spit them out because the taste is so bad to them especially when an allergist is evaluating a young child for possible peanut allergy. This is one subjective symptom that is especially important to note. So there we go. We have talked about peaches and pollens and peanuts, and I've answered some of y'all's questions. So keep them coming. And remember, I am an allergist, but I'm not your allergist. So talk with your allergist about everything you've learned today so we can keep demystifying food allergy. God bless you and God bless your family. Thanks for listening to this episode of Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with food allergist, Dr. Alice Hoyt. For more information on navigating the world of food allergy, visit www.foodallergyandyourkiddo.com and follow Dr. Hoyt on Twitter at Dr. Alice Hoyt. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review Let's take the anxiety and confusion out of food allergy.